pure God and our, our King. Thank you for what you have been doing among us. Thank you for what you are doing right now. Thank you for what you will do. Tonight, of God, our mouth is full with testimony. Our heart is filled with laughter. Lord, we bless you, God of our creation. We thank you, Jehovah, me, you are God, and as we thank you for what you have been doing among us. Blessed be thank you for what you have been among us. Blessed be your reward you are doing right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you will. Thank you, Lord. 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 Manre to sikabra braka bra no desitalame. Lift up your voice and give God praise for tonight. Le mandroseke pale grunte di marade sacra parantasa. Thank God for what God has done. Thank God for the testimonies that we have been receiving since we started this convention. What a mighty God we serve. Blessed be the name of our God. Thank God the Holy Spirit for revealing himself to us in a new way. In a way coming down to our level so that we can understand him better. What a glorious God we serve. What a marvelous season that we are in. Thank God for the understanding he has given to us during this very meeting. Thank God for the revelation that he has given to us even at this very time. Our God and our King, we exalt you. All thy works shall praise thy name in land and sky and sea. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. God in three persons, blessed Trinity, be thou exalted. Father, in Jesus', in Jesus anointed, anointed name, name, we are praying. Amen. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven as we open this service by reading Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his foes, nor swear deceitfully? He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Shall we read together Psalm 145? I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your kingdom. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. 
they will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. We will take our opening hymn tonight. Praise the King of Glory.
Yes, you are very welcome tonight to another night with the Holy Spirit. Now, we want to thank God. Before I give it to, hand it over to Pastor Tyler to introduce those who lead us briefly in prayer tonight, I want us to thank God for the understanding that he had been given to us since we started this meeting from Sunday. Just lift up your voice and thank God. God had simplified the entry into the power of God so much more that a child can operate it now. It has been very interesting, Lord. We thank you. He has brought it down to our naked knowledge so that we can all be partaker. And then testimonies that have been happening since Sunday is amazing. It's amazing. Every day has his own testimony. Every day comes with his own manifestation. And every day comes with his own understanding. Because it is understanding that enhance participation in divine order. We bless the name of our God for this understanding. And we thank God some have been baptized in the Holy Spirit since we started. Some have received encounters and gifts since we started. Tonight will be another explosive night. Why don't you give God the praise? It is the gift night. The night for the gift of the Spirit. Yesterday was the power of the Holy Spirit. And we thank God for the Holy Spirit coming upon us. We thank God for the Holy Spirit living within us. <laughs> Father, we bless your name. We glorify thee. We exalt you as God and King. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name. For what you will do today, we exalt you. Blessed be your holy name, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us here. Amen. Amen. Can I hand over to Pastor Tell, please, uh, for the next prayers? Thank you very much, Apostle. I'd like to invite Pastor Oluashola, Pastor Dai Oluashola, to start off tonight. Pastor, please unmute yourself. Praise the Lord. Amen. We all welcome to another day of the Holy Ghost Convention. I will take my prayers from Proverbs 7 and uh, 1 Corinthians 14. Sorry, Proverbs 6. I will read Proverbs 6, verse 16. He said, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Praise the Lord. I will read First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. And it says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Praise the Lord. And uh, another version of that First Corinthians chapter 14 said, Follow the way of love, which apostles have repeatedly been, been, been telling us that for us to get the gifts, we must follow the, you know, the, we, we must pursue love. And in Proverbs, we find out that what the God hates and what are those things that are abomination to him will hinder us to be able to request or to be able to manifest in the gift of the Holy Spirit. So I want us to pray tonight 
and pray just like David. His prayer in Psalm 51, David said, claim my heart. David was full of, I mean, he came to a point in his life that he recognized that his heart is just going about to fight and fight and fight and fight. He came to a point and he said, Lord, claim my heart. So we want to pray tonight and say, Lord, claim our hearts. Claim our hearts, claim our hands. Forgive us our sin, you know, and, 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 and establish us in your words. And then from there, we now go on to the gifts of the Holy Spirit and begin to ask for the different gifts. Let's begin to pray. Almighty Father, we come unto you, O God. The Bible told us in Proverbs 6, 16, O God, the six things that you hate and seven that are abominations before you. Father, we present ourselves before you, O God Almighty, and we pray, Lord, that you cleanse our heart, O God. Cleanse us, O God. Purify us, O God. Just as David said, create in me a clean heart. Create in each and every one of us a clean heart, O God, that we may be able to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, clean our heart, O God. Oh, Father, sanctify our heart, O God. Purify our heart, O God. Jehovah Almighty, because the Bible says God looks into the heart, O God Almighty. Almighty and everlasting Father, we pray, O God Almighty, that you create in each and every one of us a clean heart, O God, a clean hand, O God. Almighty Father, we pray thee, O God. And as tonight, O God Almighty, is the, is the night, O God, of the gift, O God. We ask, O God Almighty, that the night gift, O God, as it is enumerated, O God. Even in the in First Corinthians chapter twelve, O God, Father Lord Almighty, that you release upon us the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want us to begin to ask now for the gift, as we have asked us to forgive us and to make us to follow the way of Lord. The Bible says the, the the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Let's begin to pray that Lord, your love that is shed in my heart, make it manifest. Let it overshadow every hate. Hate things you hate, every abomination, things that you hate that is in my life. Let your love that is shed abroad in my heart, let it spring forth, let it manifest, let it overshadow every abominable things or hateful things that I do that you hate. And Father Lord Almighty, we pray, O oh God, begin to answer oh God, the spiritual gift, O oh God, everyone, O oh God, you said, even, even Paul told her, he said, desire prophecy. Father, tonight we desire, O oh God, prophecy and all the other gifts of the Holy Spirit. So, uh, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, Lord Almighty, we pray miraculous signs and wonders pour upon us, O oh God, even in this hour, O oh God. We are here unto you, O oh God. We are your children called by your name. We are children, O oh God Almighty, of, of, of the sons of the prophet. In this house, O oh God, we have a prophetic father in this house who have established over us, O oh God. And we are the sons, O oh God. We are in his place, O oh God. Father, Lord Almighty, we are companies of prophets, O oh God. Release upon us, O oh God, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Almighty Father, have your way even tonight, O oh God, that each and every one of us will manifest, O oh God Almighty, in every gift, O oh God Almighty, in even all the gifts, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Heavenly King of Glory, have your way, O oh God. We thank you because we know you have cleansed our hearts. You have sanctified us, O oh God. And you will continue to cleanse us and sanctify us, O oh God. And those things that you ate and abominations before you, Lord God Almighty, will be far away from us, O oh God. And Lord God Almighty, you will make their gift, O oh God, manifest in our lives, O oh God, even for the use, O oh God Almighty, even in the, in the, in where you have placed us in different locations of the world. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, O oh God. Thank you because we know you've answered. Thank you because we know at the end of today, O oh God, we will manifest the gift of the Holy Spirit to the glory of your name, O oh Lord. Be that we exalted, O oh Lord. Thank you, Almighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Pastor Iabo Matthew, please.
Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, I'll be taking my scripture from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 14. It says, the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. Amen. So, our Christian journey, we know, is a spiritual journey. Hallelujah. And things of God are spiritual things. So we need the Holy Spirit, you know, to be able to understand it, to be able to understand the things God says to us, to be able to understand what we read in the scriptures. So anyone that does not have the spirit, the word of God says, you know, they cannot, they cannot understand these things. Praise the Lord. They cannot understand because these, these, the things of God are spiritually discerned. So that's why you see them, they question everything. Why do we have to pray every day? Why do we fast? Why must we speak in tongues? Why must we give a percentage of our income to God? Why can we not give whatever we want? You know, why, why, why? They're always full of questions. So, so now if you find yourself with so many questions in this spiritual journey, you have to ask for the Holy Spirit tonight. We need the Holy Spirit and we're going to lift up our voices to God and ask Father and the, Father and the Lord had just said at the beginning that tonight is the night of gifts. So we're going to ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying again, if you have, you know, find yourself with so many questions about your spiritual journey, you need to begin to ask for the Holy Spirit. So let's do our process tonight. We will ask Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you in my heart. I need you in my life. I need you for this journey. Help me, Holy Spirit. Come into me, Holy Spirit. Descend on me, upon me, Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are the, the spirit of understanding. Grant me understanding. Grant me understanding. Every area that I have doubt, I need understanding. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, grant us understanding. In the name of your the spirit of truth, guide us into all truth. Jesus said, when he, the spirit of, of truth, he will guide us into the all truth. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask tonight, guide us into all truth. Guide us into all truth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray in eternal rock of ages, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We need your Holy Spirit. Lord, let's pray for the mind of Christ, that which is the Holy Spirit as well. Holy Spirit, give me the mind of Christ. Give me the mind of Christ in the name of your spiritual mind. In the mind that understands the things of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Malachi 3.14 says, you have said it is full time to serve God. What do we gain by carrying out his requirements? I'm going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty. These are Christians asking this kind of question. So now we're going to pray that the Lord will take this kind of spirit away from us. In the name of Jesus, it's the week of the Holy Spirit. Take away this kind of spirit from us, O oh Lord. Replace it with the, the Holy Spirit of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, King of kings, we pray in Jesus' name. And if you look at this, like I said, it says, then who fear the Lord speak with each other. So united, those are those who have the Holy Spirit, those who fear the Lord. Lord, let me fear you in the name of Jesus. Grant me the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. We thank you, King of Glory. You are the spirit of conviction. Convict every heart tonight. In the mighty name of everyone who has doubt, convict their heart tonight. In the name of Jesus. You are the spirit of truth. Guide us into all truth. All the truth about God and the things of God in the name of Jesus, so that we may indeed know the truth and the truth shall set us, to set us free. We thank you, Holy Spirit of God, tonight. We thank you for this wonderful gift that you have given unto us. Receive all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we have prayed. Amen. Pastor Roger, please.
Amen. Amen. Yeah, my prayer point will be taken from the book of John, chapter 3, verse 34. Yes, it's, um, John the Baptist who was talking about Christ, and he said in that 34, For the one whom God has sent speak the word, the words of God, for God gives the spirit without limit. Hallelujah. You know, and Jesus said in that chapter 14 of John 12, he said this, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I am will do. He will do even greater things than this because I'm going to the Father. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray tonight. You know, we're going to ask of God as we're about to enter into the word and impartation is going to take place. Increase my faith. You know, I was, I was, I was reasoning with the Holy Spirit today about, about what our family in law was telling us yesterday about the woman who came with crutches and left with holding her crutches and one of our brothers, somebody saw her, you know, outside there and she was doing shopping. Hallelujah. We're going to pray tonight. God, you say that you pour your spirit upon all flesh. We are all flesh. Father, Lord God, manifest your glory in us. Let it be, O oh God, the spirit with our limit as it was during the time of the apostles. Yes, Lord God of glory and mercy, do it for us, O oh God. In our branches, let it be that we, what is happening in London happen in wherever we are as a church, as we come out of this Holy Ghost Convention. Let our life not remain the same. Let's lift up our voice and pray tonight. My God and King, we pray by the power of your Holy Spirit. The Bible says, oh God, you give a spirit without limit. And we have seen it, oh God, with the apostle of the book of Acts. As the power of God came upon them, they were able, oh God, to walk in the gift of the Spirit. They were able to walk in the gift of word of wisdom. They were able to walk in the gift of word of knowledge. They were able to walk in the gift of word of, oh God, yes, Lord Jesus Christ, on, in, in the gift of prophecy. They were able to walk in God of mercy, in the word of God of mercy, in, in the gift of faith, in the gift of discernment of spirit, oh God. They were able to walk, oh Father, Lord God of mercy, in the gift of tongues. We have received a gift of tongues. Yes, Lord, a lot of us speak in tongues, and the Holy Ghost come upon us, and we believe, oh God, that it is you give. The same gift of God, Rika Satara, are given by you. The Spirit of God, all the gifts of God are given by the same Spirit that are given as the gift of faith. Oh God, the tongues of God. So we pray thee, Father Lord God. Anything that can hinder our faith for God to receive tonight. Anything that can hinder our faith for God to walk in the gift of the Spirit. Lord God, take it away from our lives, oh God. Yes, Lord Jesus, you said everything that my heavenly Father has not planted shall be uprooted. As you are it in the life of, oh God, the apostle of, oh God, oh yes, Love the church, oh God, I put it in our life for God of mercy. As you do it, oh God, for through the life of your servant, the apostle, do it in the life of every one of us, oh God. For the Bible says, oh God of mercy, the oil that pour, oh God, that he poured upon the head of Aaron, oh God, go to the belly of the collar. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, do, O oh God, empower us, O oh God. Let the gifts, O oh God, work through us, and we receive them tonight, O oh God. We prepare our heart, O oh God, to receive you tonight by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord God, we thank you. We bless your holy name, O oh God of your mercy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Elizabeth, please. We're going to continue praying in the same vein, and I'm going to read from two scriptures, the first being the same John chapter 3, 
and I read from verse 8. It says, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And then I'll read from the book of Luke chapter 4, from verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. I think we've learned this week from our prayers and from the sessions that Apostle has taken us through, that the, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for the common good. And I believe when I read this book of John, I'm really inspired by the fact that we are like wind. We can be used in a limitless fashion because we are born of the spirit. I also sincerely believe from the book of Luke that just as Jesus returned to Galilee, we will return to the UK, to Ireland, to wherever we are in the world with the power of the Spirit of God, just as it says in verse 14, and that the news of Jesus Christ will be spread throughout our nations. So our prayer point is, Lord, use me in this dispensation. Don't allow me to be redundant. Don't let me go back into my cooler. Don't let me go back into a place where I'm not manifesting the Spirit of God because God is going to give us gifts. It's whether or not we want to accept that gift and walk in the manifestation of that gift. So let's lift up our voices and cry out unto the Lord this evening. Father, Lord Jesus, I stand upon your word, O Lord Jesus. You said that we are like wind and when wind blows, it comes and goes. And this is how those who are born of the spirit are, Father, Lord, we are uninhibited. We cannot be grasped by Satan and all of his devices. But Lord, we can be used by you fully and effectively to bring the kingdom of God on earth to manifestation, just as you were, Father Lord Jesus, filled with the power when you returned from Galilee, a time, Father Lord Jesus, where you returned, O Lord, full of the Spirit of God. It didn't reside in you dormant, but the news of you, your son, was spread throughout the countryside. Help us, O Lord Jesus, to remove every hindrance in our minds, Father Lord, anything that inhibits us from going forth and the manifestation of the power that you've already given to us and that which you are still to pour out on us throughout the duration of this week. Lord, as your spirit is coming upon us, as we are being anointed, oh Lord Jesus, give us the boldness to proclaim the good news to the poor. Where we had self-doubt before, remove it in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us the boldness to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, oh Lord. Recover your sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim this year, the year of your favor. We want to see the manifestation of your power, that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, because it's in us and you've already apportioned it to us. Help us, oh Lord Jesus, to walk out in boldness after this week, not to second guess when the Spirit of the Lord is leading us, not to self-doubt whether or not it is the Holy Spirit moving in us, to make prophetic declaration, fully knowing that you will honor your word, oh Lord Jesus. Give us that faith, oh Lord, even as we discussed it yesterday, that faith, oh Lord Jesus, that we need to be operational tools in your hand, Father Lord Jesus. And so as we have prayed, so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Pastor Jacob, please. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm taking my scriptures for 
from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'll read verses 1, 4, and um, 7. The Bible says now about the gift of the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. I do not want you to be ignorant. Verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. Verse 7. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Then he listed out the nine gifts available for us. Tonight we want to pray. Spiritual gifts are special abilities given by the Holy Spirit to believers, to operate in, so that we can operate Christ. The reason for Christ is for us to, the reason for the Holy Spirit is for us to live a full life of Christ on earth. And I want us to pray tonight. As we go through tonight's session, gift will be distributed again. Jesus will give gift to men once again. But we want to pray that we are not just we are not just collector of gifts, but conductors that we use whatever God has given us. We have received the Holy Spirit, but many of us just receive the Holy Spirit that we are not manifesting. In this convention, we want to pray, Lord, as we receive gifts tonight, let us manifest them. We don't want to keep gifts. We want to use them for the common good of everyone. Shall we lift up our voice tonight and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight, because tonight is another night of your manifestation. Father, you will distribute gifts tonight. You will distribute the gift of the Spirit. And Lord, as you give to each one of us, according to you, according to your will, Father, we pray that we will not just be receivers of these gifts, but we shall manifest them as we go on a daily basis. We will yield ourselves to the Spirit of God. We yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit to become instrument in His hand so that we can become effective in, 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 in our in our services unto God and to humanity, in the name of Jesus. Father, what we ask for tonight is the grace to manifest the gift as you give them to us. Many have received this gift and they have just pocketed it and have done nothing with it. Father, we pray tonight that we will be provoked in our spirit as we go out, our eyes will become the eyes of Christ. We will see the needs of the people. We understand the reason. The Bible says we should not be ignorant of this gift. We will understand the reason by which we have, we have received the gift so that we can manifest it. What we know is like you having your cell phone in your hand. You know that you can use it to make call. You can use it to do many things. Father, let us have the understanding tonight that we will receive those gifts and we use it for the common good of all in the name of Jesus. Let Jesus be seen in us as we manifest the gift. Let the power of God be demonstrated through us as we manifest the gift in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for distributing your gift upon our lives tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 I'd like to invite our Father, the Lord, this evening, Apostle A.T. Williams. Sir. Yes, thank you, Pastor. <clears throat> Let's pray. My God and my King, we thank you for the entrance of your word gives light. As I speak your word today, which you have given me, let it illuminate every soul. Amen. Changing the attitude of every mind. Amen. And reprogramming everyone who hears. Amen. So that they can uh, 
they can come to the place where you will manifest. Because the gift of the Spirit is a result of manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Let the word we hear open our understanding. That we may enter through the entrance of your word into the light of manifestations. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, tonight I'm going to teach you extensively, and I want you to get ready to write. It's complete teaching tonight. There is something I wanted you not to miss yesterday. You know, yesterday when I was teaching you about what Jesus instructed concerning the Holy Spirit, I told you, I've met many Christians all my life growing up. Who believe that they, when they say they want to seek God for power, they will go and fast seven days, fast 21 days, some try 40 days, and all stuff like that. But they come back with nothing. They come back with nothing. But I also can tell you that when I began to have encounters of Jesus, I never fasted. I was just observing the hours of prayer. And after a while with my relationship with the Lord, I've encountered Christ. I've encountered the Father, and I've encountered the Holy Spirit. Even when I went to Island of Patmos, remember about three years ago or four years ago, on in Island of Patmos, an angel appeared to me, and the Holy Spirit also, and gave me some instruction. I think last year, uh, early last year, the Holy Spirit appeared to me and gave me some instruction. Now, but in all those things, I didn't fast. So I began to dig down to the Holy Spirit that what's going on with us. There's a place for fasting. And fasting, I think I will teach you about why fast. But if you look at the scripture, all evidence of fasting. Fasting is given as a purification uh, medicine to human body and mind. That is where you fast, you humble yourself before the Lord. But this, the issue is this. When you and I humble ourselves before the Lord during period of fasting, we have to search ourselves so that everything we know we are doing wrong, we deal with it. It's to kill the flesh in you so that your spirit man can now begin to operate fully in the mind of Christ. So that bad attitude will be destroyed through fasting. Weakness of your flesh will be destroyed through fasting. Everything you know, you and I, we know ourselves. You know yourself, I know myself. And so when you fast and that is accomplished, you will come to a place where you speak and it will be so. That's all. So your fasting and my fasting does not move the hand of God. No, it brings man to the place where God ordained for him so that when man will speak in the spiritual, it will be so. That's what fasting does. But fasting is not a tool to receive power. That's why I gave it to you from the book of Luke chapter 11, 9 to, to 13, which tells you, the, 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 I call this, um, uh, <laughs> um, it is the, uh, could you call it idiom and expression of Jesus? Or It's not the parable, certainly. You know, it's a riddle. It says, so I said to you, ask, it shall be given. In verse 2, uh, seek, it shall find, and not, it shall be opened. But in verse 10, it began this riddle. For everyone who has received, he who seeks, find. And to those who knock, the door is open. We, which of you fathers, that is the verse I'm going, 
<laughs> verse 11. Which of you, Father, if your son asks for fish, you give him, you know, uh, a snake instead? Or if he asks you for egg, you give him a scorpion? If you, if you, if you then, though you are evil, human beings, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit? He didn't say give money. He didn't say give healing. He didn't say give prophecy. He didn't say give wealth or give fame. Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him. And you know that in chapter 16 of John, Jesus said it all. Holy Spirit is the custodian of everything the Father has. In chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus says, All that the Father, that is John, John, sorry, 16, 15, all that the Father, all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. So if Jesus said that, no wonder he said in that John 11 that all what you need is the Spirit from the Father. When the Father gives you the Spirit, you know, everything you may ever think of is the Spirit that is in custody of it. The Spirit is the custodian of everything that God has. So, today therefore, as I've had in your prayers as well, and also questions from people, why do we not manifest these gifts? Let me first take us through this. We must settle and agree together. We are looking at the promise is for you. Right? That the promise is for you. Acts chapter 2 verse 39. It says the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all who the Lord will call. Whom the Lord our God will call. So you must have faith. And that's what we tell yesterday. Your trust and confidence in God must not, you must not think that the gift is for some anointed men or some who are not anointed. He has no business with that. The gift of God has nothing to do with your anointing that you think. It is a promise and it is a gift. It does not come by any anointing of anybody. Know that for sure. As salvation is a gift, so the gift of the Spirit is a gift. But you see, I told you about a gift on Sunday, or a promise on Sunday. Whoever promises you something had subjected himself to uh, an obligation. Alright? He has a duty to deliver. But every promise also has an obligation imposed upon the one who receives it. <clears throat> if impose, you know, a duty. Because when somebody promises something to you, at least you must receive it for it to become your gift. And if you look at the promise of salvation, whoever believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth, he shall be saved. That's the condition. So someone cannot imagine that I am saved. You have to confess it. You have to believe it in your heart and you have to confess it. But then under the obligation we discover that once you confess from your heart sincerely, you are saved. But then there's obligation attached to those who are saved. 
for them to become like Christ, like Romans chapter 8, verse 29 says, and for those God for you, he also predestined to be conformed with the image of his son. So, which means salvation is the beginning, but conformity to the image is what everyone saved must attain. And then the whole scriptures is full of what to do. So, it's not just being saved, but after you have been saved, there's application. Because you can lose a gift. Salvation is a gift. Any gift can be lost by the one who holds the gift. Now, but having known that the promise is for you, the gift is for you. Let's look at the benefits of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit. But before we look at the benefit of the Holy Spirit, I want to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse, verse 4. It says there are different, I will call this configuration of God's operation. That is what it is among men. The, the way the structure is. The first thing is, there are different kinds of gifts by the same spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who gives gifts to men. Verse 2 says, uh, verse 5 says, there are different kinds of services, but the same Lord, God, Jesus is the Lord, is the one who calls us to service. So, Jesus will call you and I to service, but without grace, without gift, we cannot work. Holy Ghost will give you the gift. And it says in verse 6, there are different kinds of working but the same God works all of them in all men. I'm teaching you from the NIV version. Simple, straightforward, it does not need confusion. Alright? So therefore, Holy Ghost give you gifts, Jesus call you to service, and God will work it through you. That's what happened. So, but for God to work it through you, what? how does he do it? Verse 6, there are different, there's a verse 7. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for common good. So when Holy Spirit gives you a gift, you have it inside you. God called you to serve. For you to serve, uh, Jesus called you to serve, sorry. For you to serve, God will work out the gift through you. But you understand that you and I can agree that. So if a Christian does not have an attitude of serving, how can God work to you? That is one of the things you need to take care of. If you look at the people that have so many gifts, they love serving. They, uh, they, uh, they can serve to the expense of their body and their life. They love to serve God's people. They, anywhere God calls for, they want to be there. They have no when it comes to the work of God, they have no excuse whatsoever. They love to serve. If there is anything, any, any need in the church, they want to fill it. To the best of their own knowledge and to the best of their ability. If they say they are giving towards something, you see them run towards it. If they say we want someone to come and pray, you see them there. We want someone to come to evangelism, you will see them there. They are as busy as others. They need domestic to work in church. They are there. 
they are this kind of people that you can't just constrict them into one department because they'll be in one department, but they'll be going into other areas that there is need. You can call them. The minister can bang on them for anything. They are there. Oh, we need it. We have a need by this weekend. We want some people to come, six people to come. They'll be among those. When is the work of God? Their heart is geared up. Now, let me tell you if you were God, will you know what gives through them? Because they are available to God's service. And the gift is for service. The gift is just for you to serve. Therefore, we can see, Spirit gives the gift. Jesus creates services for you to do. And once you respond, God works it out through you. Every miracle that you see happen is just that procedure. Everyone that you see receive a gift is just that procedure. So, you can agree with me that before we go ahead, it has to do with change of your attitude. <laughs> change of your attitude. Attitudes are built by flesh, is built by parents, is built by friends, is built by all the people you, have, you, have, you, have, you are involved in, in growing up till when you are born again. So when you are born again, you have to put off the old attitude. You have to put off the flesh. We'll get there in a minute. I'm jumping the gun here. But it's necessary for this point. Let me say now, I can conclude that the more a Christian gives himself to flesh to rule, the lesser God can walk through you. Take it as a dictum. You want God to walk through you? Is how much you release yourself to God, service, that is how much God can walk through you. It's not fasting. You know all the stuff that people go and do looking for power. That's why they don't get any power. It is the heart of man. Which is the attitude of so-called child of God. Now, let me now say this to you. So you understand the procedure. Holy Ghost gives you gifts. Jesus calls you to service. And then God works through you when you are available. But if you look at, in that verse 7, it tells us that the purpose of the gift is for the common good of others. You see how, how correlating the Bible is? How can God give you a gift when you are not in meetings? When God needs you in church, you are somewhere else. I told you about people who have used because of COVID and we went on, on, on the, on the, on the, on the, uh, uh, social media, which is God's gift. And then they have replaced church with social media. Can you imagine? And they will say they're serving God. Which God? Which of the gods are you serving? How do you call you? Ask yourself this. Now, if everybody leave the church and be serving God on social media, what will happen to the house of God? The word, the house, don't you remember that God is the one who told Solomon that you will build my house for me. The first time house of God was mentioned was in Bethel. When God, when Jacob encountered God, he said, this place will be your house. For God is here. I will look at, as the Bible goes on, when the time came, God told Moses, build a tabernacle, and he gave his specification. To call us. And when the time came for David, he was going to, God said, no, David, I didn't tell you I'm homeless. You will not. Why? He said, because your hand is too bloody. He said, but your son Solomon will build it for me. And when Jesus came, I've shown you again and again the Bible, Jesus went to the temple. Yesterday I showed you Acts chapter 3. They went to the tabernacle. They went to the temple to pray at 3 p.m. 
Come on now. You watch that. And if you look at that chapter 2 of the book of Acts, let me read it to you. Acts chapter 2 from verse 44. Yes. He says, all the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to everyone. And verse 46 says, every day they continued to meet together in the temple court. How can someone say that? You know, we don't have to be in church building. Satan spoke that from their mouths. Satan. 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 Don't follow them. These are scriptures. This is New Testament. This is Old Testament. I can give you many more scriptures on that, but I have many things to show you today. Therefore, to serve God, you must serve God in, the, in God's way. If Jesus went to temple, anybody who truly is following Jesus must be in temple. David said, I am, they, they, he said, I'm satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. He says, I prefer to be an usher in the, in the temple than to be a king in the palace. And yet, you don't have palace. And yet, you are not coming to church. You see how Satan can rob people? Then you are looking for gifts. Which gifts? When they give you the gifts, what will you do? You serve it in your house. You will use it to serve your husband and your wife and children and, and fry pan and all those things that you have in your house. That's not what, that's why you are not receiving nothing. Nothing. Because that's, that's, that gift. Those gifts is for you to have and be, be, are used for the common good of other people in the church. So, the benefits, number one, is that you will be useful for the common good of people. Let me look at another benefit. Another benefit is that Romans chapter 1, verse 11 to 12. I long to see you so that I might impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. Everybody who has spiritual gifts are strong. <laughs> this is what Paul said. I want to impart you to make you strong. The reason for tonight's meeting is to make you strong. That you will be impacted by the gift. Tomorrow is power night. We are meeting the Tabernacle. I have told all of you CFT, every CFT church apostle will visit you. I visited Birmingham, anoint everyone. If I step my feet at your door, it's going to be anointed straight away. Anoint every one of you. So that I can impact into you spiritual gift by laying on of hands and anointing you. That comes by grace of transparency. That's where you hear that prophets are laying hands on them in Samaria and they got filled with the Holy Ghost. That is receiving the gift by, 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 a laying on of hands. Gift can be received by association. You saw Elijah and Elisha. But the heart must be the same. I would get that now. So, it says here, spiritual gift makes you strong. And verse 12 says, that is, that is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. So it makes you strong and it encourages you. Correct? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 3. But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. 
So gifts strengthen other people. It strengthens you too. It encourages everybody. It encourages you too. It comforts others while you are comforted. You know, if you ask a prof, if you move a pro, gift of prophecy and you open the heart of somebody, look at the testimony I gave you. Somebody tells us, I think I read it to you two days ago. A woman who was praying and crying to God on, on Sunday that which I want, I've been prepared to come to Holy Ghost Convention, but I was, I was knocked down by this sickness, pain in different parts of her body, especially pain. So, so someone who has such a pain that he cannot even walk out to come to church. You understand? It's not a small pain. And the woman said, the moment I came to the pulpit, as I began to pray, I began to deal with the pain. And every part of her body that she had prayed and told God, I have pain in this place. Lord, take it out. Holy Spirit, I have pain in this area. I have pain in this area. He said, I mentioned each part. He said, when I was mentioning this, she began to weep. Somebody had been encouraged by word of knowledge. Somebody had been strengthened and comforted. That is the gift for you. But it will not happen if I'm not in the house of God. Because it is for me to encourage other people in the house of God. If you read that chapter 40, see, if anybody comes to the church and had all of you speaking in tongues, but if they had you prophesying, they will be built up, they will be encouraged, they will be strengthened. We are looking at the benefits of gifts. Look at chapter, chapter 14, verse 31. It says, for you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. You see that? So we have here now, number one, common good. Yes. Number two, make you strong. Number three, encourage each other. And of course, the encouragement is, is, is mentioned again in chapter, uh, chapter 14, verse 1, uh, verse four, 3 of 1 Corinthians, and then in verse 31, encourage, encourage, encourage. Then it says, strengthening, for comfort, and then it says, instruct. The gifts of the Spirit. You will agree with me, because we may not prophesy, as I'm speaking to you now, it's the gift of the Spirit in me that is ministering to you. Whenever anybody goes to pulpit or share the word of God and it's where, it's the gift of God in you that is speaking. It's the gift of God in you. Because you will speak things that you did not program to say. Where do you get those words from? Is it not from the Holy Spirit? It's not from the Holy Spirit. We are not reading, we are not reading someone. We are preaching, speaking it as His Holy Spirit. And it happens to everybody who, who shares the word of God. Whether you are discussing with people, you are sharing the word of God, or you are preaching, or you are exalting somebody, or encouraging somebody. You see that manifesting. Because why? The gift is to profit others. And when you put yourself in position to help and profit others, God will walk it through you. Every Christian who has encouraged somebody, or sympathized with somebody, or comforted somebody, or preached or advised, you, you have gone through this. So, if those words you spoke, you did not pre-program them, and the people will say, ah, thank you. That is just the solution I'm looking for. God has just used you to strengthen somebody. The Holy Spirit has just used you to encourage somebody and to comfort somebody. But many of us do ignore this even when it's happening in us. But if you look at the principle, it's the same. It, it, it does, it can, you cannot encourage somebody if you did not go to the person. 
You cannot encourage somebody if you did not uh, 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 share in the dilemma or in the problem of the person. For Holy Spirit to use you to encourage, to strengthen somebody and comfort them, you had what they are going through, you had compassion, and out of that, you decided that let me let me exalt, and then he will speak. It's so simple. I told you to operate the gift of Spirit is the easiest thing for Christians to do. But you know, our radical mind have been so programmed. We believe no pain, no gain. Yes, no pain, no gain. The pain is to behave like Christ. So get out, get rid of your mind, all this stuff that hinder you. We're talking about benefits of the Holy Spirit. Okay, look at First Peter chapter 4 verse 10. It says, each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. So, the Holy Spirit is God's grace. Alright? And you can administer that grace to other people. This is very, very interesting to me. Look at the next one. The same first Peter chapter chapter four verse eleven. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God, so that you are not rude to people. You don't insult people. You don't malign people. If you are conscious of this, these are regulations that a believer need to caution himself and follow. When you are speaking to people, speak like the one speaking the very words of God. Don't discourage anybody. Whatever you feel is not what is true. What is true is what the Bible says is true. Oh, I feel this person is this. Keep your feeling. When you open your mouth, don't speak your feelings. Speak what is written. Are you with me now? If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides. These are the principles that will make God bless you more with gifts. So that in all things, God may be praised. If your intention is that you want God to be praised, you don't want God to be let down, and everything you are doing, you are doing it because of God, you are doing it because of God, and because of God, through Jesus Christ, then let me tell you something. Holy Ghost will, will, will flood you with gifts. Holy Ghost will flood you with gifts. And on this, I started speaking about obligations that of, of believers. Our obligations. That chapter 4, look at verse 1 to verse 3 of 1 Peter, chapter 4, 1 to 3. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourself also with the same attitude. Your attitude. Because he who has suffered in his body is done away with sin. I told you, when God makes a promise of salvation... The first obligation for you is to accept it. That is to believe God, believe Jesus, and then confess it. And then when that will bring you to salvation. But as a saint of God, you have obligations to live in the pattern of this new life. If you don't live in that pattern, you cannot experience the spiritual of the new life. It's important. It will hinder you. 
The, the, the law will give it to you, but you can't manifest it because for God to manifest it, you have to follow that path. Attitude of mind must change. Why do you hate people? Why do you hate people? What reason? Why should you hate somebody? Yeah. Talk about talk even the house of God. How? Why? Satan. Put your flesh to death, my friend. That's why you need to fast. To kill that attitude in you. Get going fast. If you want to fast for 40 days without food and water, you will come back better. But make sure you are not praying for power. Because a godly thing will not operate godly things. Unholy cannot operate holy vessels. At all. At all. Attitude. Because Jesus who suffered in his body, done away with sin. As a result, verse 2, he does not leave the rest of his earthly life for evil human desire. He's talking about you and I. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourself also with the same attitude. Because he who has suffered in his body is done away with sin. As a result, you and I do not live the rest of our life for earthly human desires. Oh, this is the first one in vogue. You follow it. Satan introduced that one. You follow it. Then demons are following you. Then you are having obstacles, all manners of problems. You pray, God answers. Satan will block it. You are struggling all over the whole place because you are still interested in what Satan introduced to this world. That is what makes your mind crazy. Come on now, look at what the Bible says. You do not follow human desires, but rather you will the will of God. That's the reason why I told you when they were protesting Black Lives Matter. I said, don't follow them. Don't follow them. The Bible tells me all life matter, not just black. I would be now. It's like in my dialect, they say that they are calling you thief. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are playing with another man's uh, goats. When they call you thief, you are playing with another man's goats. They will still say, have you seen now? That's the evidence. Black life matter. I told you it's not from God. Some people who are selfish in their heart, brother. Now you have seen all the Pandora boxes open. If black life matter, I believe that it's not with the word of mouth. We are supposed to call our black people and teach them morals, teach them sense, encourage them to be educated. The one who, who has the pen rules the world, not the one who protests. When you, they are protesting, protesting now, where are they? They have made their money and gone off the streets of the, of the sin. And some people might have died during the protest. They died for nothing. Nobody will remember them who died going to protest. Understand this. You must not live according to the deed to this world. You must live according to the word of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do. Living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, or just kerosene and detestable idolatry. Did you see that now? I'm talking about the program you have if you want to operate the gifts. Look at the book of Romans chapter 12. I will read this to you. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. We're talking about reprogramming your mind so that you can operate the gifts. You have the gifts inside you. It's in the Holy Spirit that is inside you. When it comes upon you, it manifests. But I told you, it will manifest when there is a need for it. When you are available for service in the name of Christ, then Father will, 
work through you and Holy Ghost will come upon you and manifest the gift necessary for that. I hate people telling me I'm a healing evangelist, I'm a, I'm a deliverance evangelist. I don't like it because I'm not any of those things. I cast out devils anyway, heal the sick anyway, operate in signs and wonders, prophecy I do, uh, speaking in tongues I do, interpretation I get. Uh, faith I have, wisdom, knowledge, when it's needed, I made myself available to God. And Lord, anytime there is a need, use me. That's all. After all, it's to his glory. I have no glory in what God is using me to do. It's not like, it's like I, I'm dark in skin. God, what glory do I have in it? It is God to be glorified because when he sees my color, he's happy that he created that color. Same thing with the gift of the spirit. Son of God and say that I am a healing evangelist. Who told you that? I've seen many people told me many years ago, God told me to take his healing to the nations. They didn't leave their village. They are not getting old. And the nation is sick. They never took any healing anywhere. Come on. Don't major in God's things. They are available as a vessel. Because it is to the glory of God. And that's why it says in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 1. What do you do? Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, Holy and pleasing to God, this is your spiritual act of worship. Come on now. Offer your body. Don't tattoo your body. It's, it's, it came from paganism. And you know, I came from that section and I know what I'm talking about. Nobody can argue with me on art, on this matter. <laughs> my, oh my, oh my, my, my. That's what I'm talking about that now. It came from paganism. Be very careful the fashion you follow. Look at yourself in the mirror with the spiritual eye before you go out so that you don't look like a masquerade and demons are laughing at you. I'm going to be teaching you about the satanic operation in the last days. I've told you this and we're going to do it. As we finish the Holy Spirit, you need to know Holy Spirit first, operating before we talk of Satan. Satan is not, it's not the issue. Don't be deceived by the devil anyway. In view of God's mercy, know that your body, don't use it for pornography, don't use it for oral sex, don't use it for everything that came from witchcraft. All those things came from witchcraft and Satanism. Anything detestable. God did not create your sexual organ for your mouth. Neither did he create your mouth for your sexual organ. Put food in your mouth and you use your sexual organ for what God created it. Anything, anything that is different is perversion. It came from the pit of hell. And let me tell you, when a Christian entered into perversion, demons are attached to you. There is nothing God can do for you. Those demons will finish their work before God will answer your cry. I would be now. But they have to finish their work. Because demons work on laws that God had, had, had decreed. The laws of sin and death. That's what they operate on. And heaven, the kingdom of God operates with the law of spirit of life. Romans chapter 8. So that's what Paul said. Offer your bodies, living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Don't use your eyes to watch things that God would not watch. In your appearance, you think, would Jesus appear like this? If Jesus will appear like this, then do it. You will know it by common sense. But two says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. He didn't say don't be conformed to the world, but there is a pattern in this world. And that's why I spoke to you about this protesting and all stuff like that. You know, instead of me to protest, I will go back to drawing board and read and read and read and read and, read and get to the policymakers in my nation and then begin to alter uh, 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 the, the direction of the country. That's what I will do. Get as many young kids 
who are from less privileged uh, the, the, the or, or who are from a black ethnic minority and help them know that there is a better life than cutting your hair like a madman and putting earrings all over like an oppressed person. There's a better life that you can do. You do all this when you grow older, you, you regret all your life. When your other, other kids are studying and they are reading and they are they're preparing for a future that is brilliant in the same country and you are following riffraffs, you know, and all stuff like that. It's a matter of 10, 15 years gap. You will not be able to do those things again. And that's the time you wake up that you are lost. And so all the relegates jobs in the country, they give to you. And you have to accept it because you mess them up now. They lock you straight in jail forever. Okay? That's what I'm doing in England. And that's what I will continue to do. And leaving a good example for them so that they can know that we, we don't have to look crazy. Listen to me. Do not conform to pattern, pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind attitude. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. That's the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> for a Christian not to know what is the will of God for him, you don't know where you are going in your life. You are a believer. Check the pattern that you have been conforming with. That is just the <clears throat> position. Check the pattern you are conforming with. If you conform with the pattern of heaven, you will hear from heaven. You will see from heaven. You will know by heaven. It's not a matter of, I am convinced. No. Your result shows what you are doing. Because if you are conforming with the pattern of God, then you will be able to renew your mind. You will be able to test and know the, the good will of God. But if you are struggling to know the will of God, then check the pattern you are following. If you can't know the perfect will of God for your life, check the pattern you are following. I've seen people who are working recklessly and they are saying that, but there is a prophecy to me that I will be an evangelist, but I'm not anything now. You will not be anything until you change. They said that you are going to be a prime minister and you are going to join people who are pardoning drugs. You, can you get to the parliament and become a prime minister by selling drugs? Or going to credit card fraud? And it's probably said you have to be in parliament. Don't you know somebody who has criminal record can never be anything again in England? I don't know in other countries, but in England, once he catch you for criminal record, forget it. It's only heaven that can help. <clears throat> Listen to me. God is God. His word is his word. And many are fulfilling it. So if you are hearing my voice and you are not fulfilling it, this is the reason why. Verse 3 says, For the grace For the, by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. You understand? God is using you for something in church to don't make you feel like you are superstar to other people. You do that, God will just put you aside and use a small boy or a small girl to do better than you. Nobody can feel it's indispensable. Pride, God hates it. Humble yourself if you want God to give you more gifts. Don't puff up. Don't show off. It is not to your glory. It's to the glory of God. God gave some people a little taste of power and they attacked God with it. By taking the glory of God, they began to rob God's glory and say that, you see, that's what God can do with me. You see me, you see me. No, 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 we don't want to see you. We want to see God walk through you. If God walks through a man, we respect the man that God walks through. But if that man pops up, God will relegate him. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to. 
But rather of your, think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith. Just as each one of us is one body with many members. And these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all others. Now it says in verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. In a, if a man's gift is prophesied, let him use it pro, in proportion of his faith. You understand what I need here today, because we'll look at others tomorrow. We have different gifts, all right, according to grace given us. So all of us have grace. All of us have gifts. That is the good news. But when, if your gift is prophesied, Use that kind of proportion of faith. I told you, the Holy Spirit told me that the reason why many Christians speak in tongues and they are not able to interpret is because they have this fear in prophetic. When they want to go to interpretation, they have fear. Fear will grip them. And then prophecy can only operate by faith. <laughs> you see? It can only operate. That's what he told me before this convention started, that last Friday or something like that. Friday to Saturday morning. You know, he said that they don't have faith because they will start and then because they don't have faith, they will just go down. Because they are hearing what they are saying and their fear will negate, their, it will cut them off from the spiritual realm. So if you want to prophesy, it's only faith. And you need to pray for faith. We can pray for faith. Measure of faith. And it's good to say measure. Proportion of faith, which is different measure. You can get it. It says in verse 7, if it is serving, let him serve. Because that is you. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Now, if you do this as Paul said, then God will give you more. He will give you more. Look at verse 9. Love must be what? Sincere. Then what is love? Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. That is just love. Love is not a feeling. The love Bible says you have. It's not having feeling and crying for people. No, 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 no. You, you, maybe if you are in love with a woman, you can be crying for her. And she can be willing for you. No problem. You will soon grow out of that. And know that love is deeper than crying and willing. So, what is love? Shun evil. If I say I love my wife, what that means is that I will never do evil to her. And whatever is good is what I will do to her. I can't say I love her and do evil to her. So, you cannot say you love people in church, but you do evil to them. What is evil? Anything that is not of God is evil. You can't think of them wrong. I've told you when people offend you, when you leave the place, forget it. I must tell him. I must tell him. I can't take that. Who told you you can't take that? If your corpse is on the floor, your corpse will take it. It will take more than that. If you are dead, you can't dictate what you take anymore. Listen to me. All those things are flesh. Jesus said you should let them go. Let me read this thing to the, to the, to the ending. You'll be very shocked. Love is hate evil, cling to good, then love is number 10. Devo be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Devotion to one another. I'm devoted to make sure that this my sister succeeds in life. And I go all the way to do everything to help her. 
I'm devoted to make sure that this brother will succeed in life. I go everywhere. I don't blame that person for their failure. I can correct you for what you have done to fail, to make you fail, but I will not let you die in it. I will, I will do everything to encourage you that don't worry. Everybody fails somewhere before. There is no man or now who never fails at all. Except Christ. Not delegate them. Some people are very slow to be mature. Don't take advantage of them. That is love. He said, honor one another. Respect. And honor them above yourself. Prefer others. Don't want to be the one shining. Let everybody shine. It is a, it is a shining transformational leadership. The success of one is the success of the whole group. The failure of one is the failure of all group. So a transformational leader does, what does he do? He empowers everyone in the area of their weakness, creates an atmosphere for them to, to, to function and make mistakes and accommodate it and help them, give them the hint of how to correct it and let them do it so that at the end of the day, the one who, who makes it up is the one that is still praised. That is transformational leadership. And this is what he's saying here. Honor one another above yourself. If husband and wife know this, they will not be fighting them. They will not be fighting them. This is love. If you don't do this thing, you are not in love. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual play, play fervor, serving the Lord. Look at verse 12. Be, hope, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. I can't take this anymore. I can't take this anymore. It's from your flesh. You can take more than that. It depends on the person who did those actions against you. If they are your boss, you will take it. You will just say, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. Thank you, sir. What you will tell your wife, I can't take, or your husband, I can't take, or your brother, you can't take, you can't take. It's an attitude. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Hello. Jesus said to be faithful in prayer. If you come to pray and you have any animosity against your brother, I said, don't pray. Go and sort yourself out before coming to your knees. Why? That's why many Christians, their prayers are not answered because they have animosity. They will pray and beg God when they get up from their knees, they will begin to think about that person who did not greet them. That person who did not do something that they think they should do. And then they begin to, their brain, Satan will occupy their brain immediately and begin to devise all manner of evil. All manner. He just finished prayer, for God's sake. He just finished prayer. And all those things that you are devising, Satan brought them to hinder that very prayer. That as long as he can make you do that all the time, he can stop your prayer. Your prayer will just be talking, talking. He will never reach him. He says, keep spiritual fervor going, he's serving the Lord. Be joyful and appreciative, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Don't condemn them. Don't judge them. They are already in need. What you have give is better you don't give anything than for you to keep on talking rubbish. Eh? You saw somebody who is a beggar. You are blaming him why he should be a beggar in the country of surplus. If, please, if you can't give him anything, just leave him alone. For your own sake, not for the guy. The guy didn't understand what you are saying. Even if you go to a beggar and you are telling him what he will be looking at you like this. He doesn't understand that language. The language is when you finish speaking, will you give me something? <laughs> you know? It says, practice hospitality. And you can see evidence of that when we look at the scriptures tomorrow on the gift in chapter 10 of Cornelius. Hospitality is what made angel appear to Cornelius. Hospitality. Can you imagine? Verse 4 says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. You want to oppress spiritual gift. These are the things you must do. 
Some of you, if somebody is talking to you and he uses the wrong language, though he did not intend to, you will have used about three, four, five, ten of such languages against the person to show him that you don't say that kind of thing to me. You don't direct that to me. Who is guilty? You or him? I imagine. Bless who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. All those who pray that their enemies should die. They cannot pray the gift of God. Really, they will always have trouble throughout their life. They never have peace. They never have joy. They are always fearful running from pillar to pillar. They never enjoy the peace of God. All those people pray that their enemies should die. Their enemies should fall down and die. A fly will fly. They, they, they become paranoid. The peace of God is gone out of their life. Because they are doing what Jesus said on them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. And mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another, not in quarrel or, 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 or what you call this thing now. I don't do it, so I don't know. I always forget it. Um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malice. I couldn't remember. The pastor just read to you now the book of Proverbs chapter 6. You know, seven things that God hates. Six things he hates and seven is deceptive. You can't do those things. Do not be proud, he said. But be willing to associate with people of no position. You don't say that. Do you know who I am? Yam what? Unless if you are yam. <laughs> Do you know who I am? People who are, don't say. People know what they are. They will not have to say that. Do you know? If you meet somebody, say that. Do you know who I am? I am, by the way. You say that you are just yam as you are yam. Is you are yam. Don't be proud. Associate with the lowest state. Do not be considered. Do not repay evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. That is serious. He said, be careful. So if anybody now accuses you, it will be wrong accusation. Because you want to please everyone, do what is right before everyone. Alright? And that is saying that you should do what is right, whatever it takes before God. The King James also says, provide things honest in the sight of all men. But it is, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everybody. Stop quarreling. Quarrel have no place in the Holy Spirit. The person you are quarreling with is begging the Holy Spirit to help him. You too, you are begging the Holy Spirit, but you are quarreling with them. How can you get Holy Spirit then? Can you imagine? Verse 19 says, do not take revenge, my friend, but leave room for God's wrath. Somebody will say, I'm not taking revenge. I'm going to leave you for God's wrath. Ah, that's not what the Bible is saying. Beg God that his wrath should not come upon them. All right? What is just saying is to you. It is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Do not, do not, do not take revenge for any reason. Do not take revenge. You cannot overcome evil with evil. Verse 20 says, on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, what? Feed him. Don't say God catch you. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Don't say, just take it. I'm doing it for God. That is not what God is saying. It's compassion for your enemies. At least God is judging him now. Beg God for mercy. 
to have mercy on it. In doing this, you heap burning coal on their head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil by good. I told you that today I have some scriptures for you. Alright? Let me give you the rest of it very quickly. Look at 1 Peter 4, 7. It says, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. Did you see it now? And Jesus said to us in that uh, 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 John 11, uh, Luke 11 uh, verse uh, uh, 13, that if you pray to the Father, He will give you the Holy Spirit. But this scripture says that if you are not clear-minded and self-controlled, you cannot pray. So if you go on your knees and you are praying and you are not clear-minded and you don't, you are not self-controlled, it means your prayer is not prayer. You can sweat, you can beat your head and roll on the floor and jump up and box. It's not prayer. Because the Bible says, be clear-minded and self So that, so that if you are not clear-minded and self-controlled, what prayer are you praying? Deal with your heart and mind first. First Peter chapter 4 verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers over much of sin. And this is a conclusion of Romans chapter 12. That I read to you. You will know whether you are walking in love or not. If you always notice sin and you can be unforgiven, then you are not walking in love. Look, let me say something to you. Unforgiving does not mean that you should be conformed with ungodly people. You know, there are some people who will offend you. Forgiving them does not mean that you should be associating with them. Understand? Because the Bible says they have nothing to do with workers of iniquity. Forgiving them means that you don't count against them. You cannot work together, of course. You don't go near them. Let them book be in their company. You be in your company. Forgiveness does not mean that you should leave your company and go to the company of Pajora. When you have people who join the church and then they become so uh, 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 satanic, in their approach, cause dissension among brothers, you know, uh, hit this one's head against one another. Let them go. You have nothing to do with them. But that does not mean that you, are, you have them in your mind. You don't have them in your mind. They have done what they can do. And you have known who they are. You have nothing to do with them. If you look at that person who says, do I relate with every minister of God? In quotes. No, I don't. I don't want to go to hell. I don't have anything against anybody. So that is what the Bible is saying about you know, love covers much of your sin. Now, First uh, Peter chapter 14. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. Faithfully administering God's grace in various forms. You have two more scriptures. John 15, 1 to 2. Can you imagine? No wonder Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. May you and I not be cut off. A life that does not bear fruit will soon be cut off. In other words, you will not have communication with Christ anymore. You will be doing bad things and you will think that is the right thing. There are some people who are like that now. They will cry to God and they are the one on the wrong. But they can't see it anymore. They can't see it anymore. Others will tell them that, look, what you are doing is wrong. They will say, Father, please, I have not been wrong. Look at what they are doing to me. Whereas they are the one on the wrong. That is reproving. But you also understand that Jesus went further to say that, but the, 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 the brand that bears fruit, the Father prunes. So if you use a gift to serve in the church, God will prune you. 
and give you more. And this scripture validates 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 12 uh, 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 from verse 4 to 6. Sorry, verse 6. Now, finally, 1 Corinthians 14 says, follow the way of love and eager desire spiritual gift, especially prophecy. Now, you understand that if we do that, why can't we prophesy? It means that we just have to do it. Your mindset must change from today. Your mindset must change from all what I've taught you. Today, I want to go home and work on this, all right, and spend time searching your heart, telling the Lord to flush your heart of any debris that enemy have put there. Telling the Lord to cleanse you, tell God the Holy Spirit to cleanse you completely from everything that besieged, that hinder you, that you want to live your full life for the Lord and for the Lord alone. Why are we saved if not for us to live for the Lord? That is the reason for salvation. That's why we are still alive. That God may be pleased to manifest himself to us. The reason why I'm teaching you is because 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1 began by saying, Now about spiritual gift, brother, I do not want you to be ignorant. Ignorance is what hinders spiritual gift from manifesting. But what I have done tonight is to help us know from the scripture so that the veil is removed and we can know that to operate the gift, we only need to deal with ourselves. Individually, everyone will mind his own business and just deal with himself. If you look at that 1 Corinthians 1 to 3 before we went into 4, number 2 says, you know that when you were pagans, somehow, or other, you were influenced and led astray by mute idols. So what is why why is Paul saying that? Because now that you are a Christian too, you are now led by the Holy Spirit. He says, therefore I tell you that no one speaking who is speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus be cursed, and no one says Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So every one of you who have said Jesus is Lord, you have the Holy Spirit. That's why you said that. Remember? But what we're talking about now, he says, is this. There are different kinds of gifts for the same Spirit. There are different kinds of, of services, the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works through all. And now to each one, the manifestation is the manifestation of the Spirit we're talking about now. All the journey I've taken you through tonight is for the manifestation of the Spirit to come upon you and I, and we manifest all the gifts According to the word of the Lord, that is gift of the spirit of wisdom, we manifest in message of, of, of the word of knowledge, we manifest in faith, we manifest in healing, we manifest in signs and wonder, miraculous powers, we manifest in prophecy, we manifest in distinguishing of, of spirit, we manifest in tongues and interpretation of tongues. Now lift up your voice and begin to pray. Holy Spirit manifest through me. Tell the Holy Spirit, Lord, Holy Spirit, send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my heart. Send your fire into my body. Change my heart and my mind completely into that perfect mind of Christ. Tell the Lord everything earthly.
only in me. Take them out. Take them out. Take them out. It is not by 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 stubbornness you get the power of God. No, 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 no. It is by being tender before Him. It is by being humble before Him. Tell the Lord, flush us out of anything that hinders us, anything that beseeches us back, anything that sets us back. Lord, take them, take them out, take them out, take them out, Lord God. Help me to operate the mind of Christ in me to the fullest so that God can walk through me. Tell the Lord, let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you. Father, walk through me, O God. Father, walk through me, O God. Father, walk through me in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Begin to make uh, promises to God. I will serve you in your household. I will follow the way of love. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to follow your way. The, the way of love is the way of Jesus. Jesus is the love that we must follow his way. And Jesus says, anybody who claims to love me will obey the command I gave. He will obey what I command. Help me to obey your command, O oh God. Help me to love you with all my heart. Help me to be sincere to you, O oh God. Help me to be faithful to you, O oh God. Love to God is obeying his command. He has said it again and again. Even John repeated it in 1 John 2, 3, 4. Lord, we pray thee in the name of Jesus that my religion will not be a mouse religion. That it will be a, a religion from inside of sobriety. A religion that is inside the heart of man. A religion that honor God with all his heart. A religion that bow before God and recognize the Holy One. Father, Lord, I pray thee. Lord, I pray thee. Rata, yete. Lord, we pray thee, let there be cleansing in our spirit. Let there be cleansing fire in our soul. Let there be fire, fire, Holy Ghost, fire, fire. Within us, send your fire, 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 fire. Harabahate, send your fire, send your fire into our mind, into our soul, into our body. That we will not be deceived by the devil. We cannot be deceived by men. We cannot be deceived by Satan or demons. Help us to God. Help, tell the Lord, help me. Grant me more faith to, to trust you. More faith, oh God, to operate your gift. More faith to walk in you. Help me. Give me forgiveness in my heart. That I will not hold anybody in my heart. If anybody is being held in the heart, tell the Lord, take them away from me. Help me to bless my enemies. Tell the Lord, strengthen me in my weakness, in my weakness and weariness of soul. Give me strength, oh God, to follow you to the end. <clears throat> that your name be glorified. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we have prayed with our mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit told me this, that I need to help you understand this. That somebody may be saying that, but this is too hard. It's not too hard. It's uh, your decision. Poison is not easy to swallow. When you know it's a poison. You just move away from it. So we have the willpower to move away from the things that God said we should do. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit told me also, look at the Father. How many people follow him? How many people cry to him? And yet they leave him to go and do what he said they shouldn't do. Then they come back. Does he not still accept them and bless them? If they repent, he always has hearts for them in his heart. But he's the God of judgment. Who does not let the guilty go unpunished? So God wants us to come to a place where the spiritual things matter to us more than somebody did this, somebody did that, somebody did that. I would say that 
If you have assignment that you have, you have to do from morning till evening, nobody will offend you. <clears throat> nobody will offend you. If you have assignment, yes, please. If you have assignment, I can take this. If you have assignment to do, and you have exam the following day, I'm sure you can never remember anybody who. <laughs> you can never, and you are going to read the morning and go to exam with all what you have read. Even if Satan tries to remind you of what, you will rebuke him immediately. So why do you nurse those ideas when you don't have exam? We agree together with God today that we will be watchmen with the Holy Spirit over our own soul and mind. Tonight, go to God on your knees. Make peace with God and pray for the gift. It is grace. Holy Ghost gives you gifts. Jesus called you to service and the Father walked through you. And you, then the Holy Ghost will manifest. So when you pray, your prayer is direct. Lord, I thank you for, God, the Holy Spirit, I thank you for the gift you have given me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the work that you have assigned me. Father, walk through me. Father, walk through me. Holy Ghost, manifest upon me. Father, walk through me. And then begin to talk about the gift. Manifest the gift of wisdom. Manifest the gift of knowledge. Manifest the gift of healing. Manifest the gift of signs and wonders. I am up for your service. Manifest the gift of discernment. Manifest the gift of faith. Manifest the gift of, 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 of tongues, of prophecy, interpretation. I have been speaking in tongues. Help me to interpret. Help me to interpret. Those are the kind of things that you need to pray for yourself and you will encounter God. And before morning tomorrow, you will have a great testimony. May the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you. What a great grace to speak you know, to all of you. And if you are watching us from all over the world, please contact us and let us share in your testimonies. Let me pray for anyone that is under any sickness you know, uh, right now. Lord, I pray for your people. The Bible says you send your word and it heal your people and it deliver them from all their oppressions. There are people under my voice right here in different parts of the world People who have given their lives to you. Lord, I pray, oh God, for strength from heaven to come for them. Sick, you are healed. Nerves, you are healed. Brain, you are healed. Mind, you are healed. Back pain, gone. Lumps, vanish. Lumps in the neck, Lump around the scapula. Lump in the breast or chest area. Furnish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every sickness. The Bible says, however, that should be known among you that will say, I am ill. Illness furnish in the name of Jesus Christ. Be pulled out of human bodies. Receive your healing. 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 Receive your healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed and be made whole. Lord, somebody struggling with unforgiveness, receive healing in your mind in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let go. Lord, I pray. There are some people that Satan has attacked their marriages. Every evil spirit sent against marriages, I release the fire of God from heaven to destroy them. I release the fire of God from heaven to destroy them. Every spirit. 
Now Satan has sent to destroy marriages, marital life. Holy Spirit, destroy them, destroy them, destroy them. Let there be restoration in every life, in every home. Lord, I speak your blessing upon the works of the hand of everyone in this, on this path. May the Lord bless the works of your hand. May heaven over you be open. I say, your vine shall, shall produce fruits. Your seeds shall grow well. The ground that your ground that you have been allotted to shall bring forth harvest. And the heavens over you shall send dew. So shall it be unto you as the promise of the living God. By the dawn tomorrow, your mouth shall be filled with testimonies. As we meet tomorrow in the evening, it shall be jumbled. It shall be tested. It shall be power manifestation in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we thank you because it's done. As we ask this, in Jesus' anointed name, amen, amen and amen and amen. <clears throat> Put your hands together for the Lord. Let me just say that before I hand over to Pastor Tyre, I want to personally invite every one of you, don't miss the meeting in the cathedral tomorrow, those of you who are around London. It is going to be a power night. As many of you who know that you can drive to the place, make sure you, you come. That tomorrow will be a night you will never forget. There will be grace for healing. There will be grace for signs and wonders. They will happen and you will be impacted. There will be grace for prophetic. And those of you who will join us from distant countries, don't worry because you are far away from us. You will get the same grace. Yeah. But if you are supposed to be in the temple, be there. Because it's the command of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And let me say that every nation, when I come to you, every branch, my first meeting with you will be power encounter. It will be anointing service as God has commanded. I've not forgotten it. And all the branches I will go through you now that they are re- uh, lifting up uh, COVID uh, barriers and restrictions. We must continue to pray that every uh, uh, lifting up of the head of COVID in any country should be destroyed completely. Mm. That it will not hinder our move. It's time now to go out and win the souls and the world for the Lord. Let us continue to pray for Afghanistan. That the plot, the secret plot of Satan will be destroyed. And the Lord will break the barriers of the enemy. Mm. So that life shall be saved and be healed and be restored. We pray for all Afghans that are now refugees in other countries that the Lord will have mercy on them. Mm-hmm. And those who are in there, God should send his angel to Afghanistan and obstruct every plan and agenda of the wicked one and relegate the path of Satan in that land and let there be peace in Afghanistan for the first time. And let's pray for our governments also that God will give them wisdom because they are all confused now. We should pray God to give them wisdom so that they will decide and decisions they make will be in line with God's will in this very season concerning that nation. God bless you and see you shortly. Pastor Tayo, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. And um, I would only add to that by saying to those who are joining us for the very first time, please send us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. We have all been welcomed. Can I invite us to prepare for an offering tonight? It's a Holy Ghost convention, and we will take an offering tonight. And if you are living outside the United Kingdom, 
please and you would like to donate to the work of the Lord at Christ Faith Tabernacle, please visit our website and the details are available on the website. And if you're a UK payer taxpayer, if you're a taxpayer in the UK, can I please ask as well that give us the opportunity to reclaim the tax that you would have paid on your giving. And to do that, you simply need to send us an email to admin at cfcchurches.org and we'll make available for you the gift aid declaration form. It enables your giving to go further. Um, that's about 25p in a pound. Um, and uh, it goes towards the work of the Lord. We are a registered charity and we do that in line with the rules um, that are in play. Whilst we're preparing for our offering, I'd just like to remind us that tomorrow evening, overcomers will also be having testimonies. And if you'd like to share a testimony, please send a text message to 07-956-858-604. Make it brief. Or otherwise, if it's a long one, please send it to admin at cftchurches.org. Now, it is important if you're giving a test, if you're sharing a testimony, especially tonight, where we've got a lot of things on, it's important you have written the testimony in advance. So it's also easier. It helps, usually when we do that, it helps us to clarify our thoughts and our thinking, and it ensures that they, those who listen to, to the testimony are enriched. Otherwise, you take a lot of time trying to explain what's important and what's not important, and you are sometimes um, do not then make the impact because you lose people in the process. So please practice this, and the Lord will bless you richly as you do that. Um, again, I'd just like to remind us um, on behalf of the media group, um, and I'm going to be uh, um, sharing a quick slide with everyone. I do hope you can see my slide. Um, I sincerely hope it's in presentation format. If it's not... It's not press your, your phone. Okay. I, All right. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, that's better. No, go to that. Yeah, press that. Yes, that's... Um, Okay, it's not giving us, but we can see it. It does this to me most of the time. <laughs> I seem to have a, whenever I start to share it, it sort of like freezes out on me at times. Uh, so, well, I, we can see it anyway. Yeah, I, I, um, apologies for that, for those who are seeing that in, in general terms. Is that okay, sir? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So, uh, yeah, fund, fundraiser, please, if you if you would like to remind us that we've got an opportunity to have a fundraising tomorrow uh, on Saturday, 28th of August at 9:30 a.m. Going to be a short walk, just 5.1 miles from Bethesda Building to the Cathedral at Woolwich. Please ensure that you're not just only taking part, but you encourage encouraging others to sponsor each mile. So please do that. And you as well, those who are taking part themselves, in addition to losing the a few pounds here and there, or kilos as the case might be, you also you also give towards the walk of, of the Lord. The new studio fundraiser walk, 9.30 a.m., starting at Bethesda on Saturday the 28th. 
And on the same day, we then have um, a joint, um, we, we are joining together with some churches in the locality. There's a joint evangelism at Birchmer Park. That's in Thamesmead, and that time is from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. That's where the Christ Crusaders are in partnership with local independent churches. And finally, on Sunday, please note that there will be a media fund, fund fundraising fund day, food club sale, picture taking, raffle draw, and the lights. And it's again towards raising funds for the new studio, and that will be after the service at the cathedral. It will be all. COVID compliant, the, the activities of a fund, fund, fundraising fund day will be on, on the, on the lawn outside the cathedral. And the telephone number for you to contact if you want a, a, a photographic shoot is 07 9460 And the Lord bless you richly. Before I hand back over to Apostle, I'd just like to remind all workers that please Note, if you've not completed the screening form, please do that. <laughs> closes at 10 p.m. And please, when you don't leave it to the last minute, because the forms have been amended and the instructions are significantly different from what you would have seen in the past. And it's not just a case of yes or no, 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 no answers. There will be some, there will be yes, there will be others, there will be no. So please check it very, very carefully so you don't get screened out. And the Lord bless you richly. I'd like to invite Apostle to please bless our offering and close us in prayer. Sir. Yes, please. Let's just thank God for our giving. Our God and King, we thank you so much for the privilege you have given to us to be able to give. In accordance to your word, Lord, we ask that the, obedient, the, the, the promise attached to this obedience shall be ours. Lord, I declare the windows of heaven and floodgates to open over our finances that grace be given to us that at all times we have enough and we have so much excess that we can give to every good work. We will never lack in every way that we go. So shall it be. And so, Lord, I present this holy offering before you, O Holy Father. I say this is the holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice amen. in Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. amen and amen and amen. Let me pray for those who have their birthdays today. Father, we just present before you all your children that have their birthdays today. May the Lord bless you immensely. May the Lord remember his mercy concerning you and what he has written over you. May you fulfill destiny all the days of your life. And may the Lord fulfill all his covenant with the righteous over you and your household. This, your new year, shall be the greatest year you have ever lived. And greater years shall be before you. May the Lord cause you to be compensated and be repaid all the years the locusts have eaten. In the name of the Lord. Whatever be the desires of your heart, we stand in agreement with you that is granted. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you and show you his salvation. Mm-hmm. Father, we speak your blessing upon marriages that I remember today. Mm-hmm. May you remember your married day forever and be happy. Mm-hmm. May you increase in love for one another, mm-hmm. in the wisdom of heaven and the knowledge to build up your marriage. Mm-hmm. So it shall it be for you and so it is. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Mm-hmm. Stretch your hand before the living God.
May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. God will release angels from heaven to support you in the plans of your heart. Mm-hmm. And it will give you testimonies before this time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we will all shout for joy when we are victorious. Mm-hmm. And we lift up our banners in the name of our God. Mm-hmm. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Mm-hmm. The covenant making and covenant keeping God. May he keep his covenant with you. Mm-hmm. And answer all your requests from January till this hour. Mm-hmm. And by tomorrow your mouth shall be filled with laughter. Mm-hmm. And with your tongue shall be filled with songs of joy. Good news will come for you. Mm-hmm. Before sunset mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And may the God of better. Who revealed himself to our forefathers. Mm-hmm. May he reveal himself to you. Mm-hmm. Turn your dreams. Into revelations. Mm-hmm. In Jesus holy. And at night and night we are praying. Amen. Amen and amen. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven and share the grace together as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Amen. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Say to someone around you, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your lives. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in my house. Amen. It will fall in your house too. Amen. <laughs>
shall be unto you according to your confession.